Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show for another episode of Biz Tip Friday. Today, I'm going to share with you my number one tip for recruiting business builders onto your team. So if you are someone that struggles with finding leaders, with finding people that you recruit that actually want to do the work to build a business that are motivated, that don't need their hands held, this is the episode for you. I'm going to be sharing with you a system that I created that I used to use in my own business of how to categorize all of the people that I knew so that I could identify the very best prospects for my business. And that's really the problem that I see for most people. The biggest mistake and the number one reason why people do not recruit business builders, why they don't find those strong independent leaders is they target the wrong people. They focus on sharing their business and talking to the wrong people. Today, I'm going to change that for you. And what I'm sharing with you today is actually a piece of the training that we're doing right now inside of the Legacy Leadership Academy. So those of you that took me up on the offer to join for free, we completely opened the doors for free for the month of April. Our mission, our training mission this month is recruiting business builders. So I'm going to be sharing with you just a little sneak peek of that. So if you're in there already, make sure you take the time to go through the mission. It's going to change your business. And if you haven't taken me up on the offer yet, you can just go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com forward slash free to join. You'll have free access to not only this training, but all the other content that we have in there. Here's why I think this topic is especially important today. Given everything that we're going through, all the economic uncertainty, all the stuff that's happening, I have found this. It is during down periods or periods of economic uncertainty that you have the best opportunity to attract high-level talent to your network marketing business. Here's why I say that. When things are going well, people that are already successful are less likely to be open to an opportunity like yours because things are going well. They're Retirement savings continue to go up, 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 up. There's tons of opportunity in their careers or their businesses. But when things begin to shift, when we go through something like we're going through right now, and and all signs point to some economic decline coming our way, now's the time when you can grab the attention of very, very great prospects for your business. But the problem is this. Most people, they prejudge the more successful people that they know, they don't think they would be interested in their business, so they never approach them. Or they struggle with this idea that I haven't yet had a lot of success in my business, so how can I go talk to somebody that's more successful than me if I don't yet have the results? And I'm going to touch on that today. But here's where I think the first step is. You have to understand what a great prospect looks like. And I've created this system. I used to, I applied it in my own business and I taught it to literally thousands of people that I, you know, that were in my team over time. It's very simple. You categorize everyone you know into three different types of prospects. And every single person you know falls either into the category of an A-level 
a B-level or a C-level prospect. One of the things that I want to encourage you to do is this. Take your contact list. And if you don't have one, making one would probably be a pretty good start. Take your list. And I want you to go through, and according to the guidelines that I'm about to give you, I want you to categorize every single person you know as an A, B, or C-level contact. And I want you to notice, where are you spending the majority of your time prospecting? Because I promise you, if you're struggling finding business builders and leaders and growing your team, it's probably because you've either been focusing on the wrong people or you haven't had the correct approach when prospecting the right people. But let me get into the details here. This is pretty easy to remember. A B-level contacts are people that are just like you. They're around the same level of income. They are around the same level of career advancement. They're probably your coworkers, both past and present. They're people that you hang out with. They're in your social circle. You have the kind of same level of status when it comes to your social networks. You, you have kind of the same mindsets and attitudes and beliefs. They're like your peers. They're people that are like you. B-level contacts can be great prospects for your business because they're like you and you understand them. You know what makes them tick so you can relate and connect to them. I'll get back to B-level contacts in a second though, but I want to explain the the other two categories. C-level contacts are people that look up to you. So think of C-level contacts as people that, you know, maybe don't make as much money as you. They're not as professional. They're not as advanced in their career. Maybe they don't, they haven't gone through as much personal growth or mindset development. Their attitudes are not quite as great. Their personalities are not quite where yours are, right? These are people that look up to you, either because of what you've done or just who you are. Now, what I have found to be true is this. A lot of times when people struggle building a team and finding leaders, it's because they spend too much time prospecting C-level contacts. So in other words, they prospect down. Now, why they do this for a lot of people is because of this. If you're not all that confident in who you are and what you have to offer somebody in terms of joining you in your business, meaning you've got these kind of issues of, I don't know if I'm worthy or I can do this, it's easier for you to prospect down to your C-level contacts because you have influence over them. Their opinions usually don't matter as much to you as your peers or even A-level contacts, which I'll get to in a second. So a lot of times out of weakness, we go to our C-level contacts. Now, I'm not saying that a C-level contact can't be a good prospect because look, I was, when I first joined, I was a C-level contact of somebody. I was fresh out of high school, broke, trying to find a job. C-level contacts can make good prospects, but generally speaking, here's what I've found, and I bet you have found the same thing. This is where you find the highest degrees of skepticism and negativity. The first thing that I did when I joined my network marketing business, I went to all my friends that I knew needed an opportunity. These were the ones that always complained. They didn't have any money. They hated their job. So I just thought, naturally, I have the solution. Let me go give it to them. To my surprise, they were not as excited as I was. And I found almost person after person, it was that will never work. Those things are scams. They're not real. So much negativity and skepticism in my C-level contacts. Now, here's what's interesting. What I've come to learn is that that's not a coincidence. Because I just want you to think about it. You are where you are in life. Your results are a function of the decisions and the choices that you make. 
And the one thing I know to be sure is this. There is no shortage of opportunity in the world. There is opportunity all around you. If you really want to improve your lot in life, you've got every chance to do that, the world we live in today. And the reason why we find people that a lot of times are C-level contacts that are down on their luck, that are not where they want to be, they love complaining, it's because they've got what I think I first heard Les Brown say this. It was so good. They've got possibility blindness. They can't see anything beyond where they are. And quite frankly, the idea of starting a business scares them to death because they don't believe in themselves. And that's what I've learned is this. When somebody says no to your business, what they're more likely saying no to is not you or what you're offering them. They're saying no to themselves. They just don't have the confidence or belief that they can do something like this. They're too afraid to try. So a lot of times it's easier for them to just be negative and skeptical and try to knock you down. And once again, I'm not saying that all C-level contacts are this way, but I bet for those of you that have really been struggling to find business builders, I bet if you went through your list and you categorized, you'd find you're spending a lot of time with C-level contacts. So that's the first thing I want you to think about. Are you prospecting down? Because the key to success is this, learning how to prospect up. So we've talked about B-level contacts are like you. C-level contacts are people that look up to you, you have influence over. A-level contacts are people you look up to. And I will tell you the secret to creating success in this profession, finding leaders and business builders is learning how to prospect up, is identifying who are the A-level contacts that you know. And every single one of you has these people in your network somewhere. You might not know them really well. They may be a friend of a friend, but if you know who they are, they go on your list. Identifying who they are is the first step. Let me give you an example of what an A-level contact would look like. These are people that are high income earners. So they make more money than you do in their job or career. They're traditional business owners make our A-level contacts. They're people that have a lot of influence and are extremely well-liked. They have tons of connections in your community. And an A-level contact is not always somebody that makes a ton of money, but they could be somebody that's just really respected. Like, let's say, a, maybe like a pastor or some other sort of community person that's like a, a public servant that just has huge connections in that sense, or a local business owner that has a lot of influence in the community because of who they are. A-level contacts make phenomenal prospects for your business. But here's the problem I see a lot of people. They either prejudge them because here's what they say. Well, why would Sue want to do this? She already makes a lot of money. She's extremely busy. She already has a business, right? She's got a lot going on. We have a tendency to prejudge them. But in doing that, we make the biggest mistake we could ever make because what we're failing to realize is what we have to offer A-level contacts. Look, you've got something to offer in your opportunity that very few businesses or jobs can ever give someone. Let's, let's talk about this for a second. You've got the ability to offer them the ability to someday, if they're willing to put forth the work and be a leader and step up and really build this thing to create total freedom in their life, not only get paid what they're worth financially, that was one of the things that attracted me to this profession. I was in medical sales. I was earning a six-figure income, but I was capped out in terms of what I could earn. And I just got sick and tired of not getting paid what I knew I was worth. So I saw an opportunity here to put my efforts into something that I knew could give me unlimited potential. The second thing you have to offer is time freedom. You know, it's interesting. We just interviewed, we did a, a member spotlight one of our members in the Legacy Leadership Academy, her name is Trisse. She's an ER doctor. She has four children. Now, if there's anybody in the world that you could easily prejudge thinking, man, ER doctor, 
right? Four kids. What in, how could she ever have the time to do something like this? But thank God that somebody didn't prejudge her and introduced her to her business. And as I was interviewing her just today in our group, she said, the thing that attracted me to this was I had a great career. I love my career, but I didn't have the time that I wanted to be able to be there for my four children. And she said, when I first saw network marketing, I saw a way not for me to quit what I was doing because I loved what I was doing as a doctor. But she said, I saw a way for me to be able to scale back the amount that I was practicing and do it on my terms, but have the time freedom because of this vehicle that I could be a mom more to my kids. And she said, being a doctor, I love, but I like being a mom even more. And I just thought that was so powerful because I think a lot of times we forget what we can offer someone in terms of the leverage of being able to build a team and by using your leadership skills and influence, being able to grow that team and over time potentially get paid on thousands and thousands of customers every single month, recurring residual income, money that you don't have to continue to show up and work for that just keeps coming in. This is what the system allows someone to do. She said, I saw that. I was like, man, this is incredible. So one of the questions I want you to think about is how many A-level contacts have you maybe prejudged in the past thinking, well, why would they want to do this? See, that's the thing. You have to start thinking about what you do differently. You have to start being more confident in what you have to offer people. See, the other thing that, that Trisse mentioned, she said, the thing that really attracted me to this was the idea that I could do something that I felt was my calling. She's like, I look at this business as my ministry. I get to take what I love the most about being a doctor, which is helping people and caring and loving for them. She says, I can do the same thing through my network marketing business and get paid for it here as well. And I think when you talk about A-level contacts, people that are already successful, there's a lot of people out there that are in jobs or careers that are not fulfilling to them, that they're not passionate about, but they feel stuck because it's a check that they have to continue to get to support their lifestyle. Well, you show one of these people not only a way to create residual income and leverage themselves, have financial end time freedom, but do work that's meaningful, that fulfills them, that can become part of a bigger calling for their life, that can allow them to be a leader. The value of that is outrageous. And it's sad because there's so many people that just don't understand that. Now, I know part of it, you don't know how to talk to people the way that I'm talking to you right now. And I'll tell you, if you don't, that's why you got to sign up for the Legacy Leadership Academy because our training this month, the mission, how to recruit business builders, I literally walk you through word for word what you should be saying and how you should be selling what you do to A-level contacts in a way that will catch their interest. Because that's the other problem a lot of you have is you're going to these people but you're completely blowing them out of water out of the water because you're not talking about what you do in the right way. You're, you're downplaying. Like I see so many of you downplaying what you do. You know, it's my little side biz. It's my part-time gig. Or, or here's the worst yet. You call it a job. I cringe every time I hear somebody call network marketing a job. I'm like, it's not a job, right? You're an independent business owner. I'm like, don't you understand the people that you're talking to that have a job? They don't want their first job much less a second job that you're, thinking, that you're offering. But, but here's the thing. The words you use create the perception of how somebody looks at what you're doing. And a lot of you, you're turning off these A-level contacts from the beginning because you're not getting them to see the big picture. You're not really understanding how you can highlight the value of what you offer people. And that's what I walk you through in this mission this month is I literally walk you through exactly how to do that. But I'm telling you, you need to start identifying and focusing more of your time on A-level contacts. 
Now, here's the last thing that I see that keeps people stuck. They say, well, Bob, how can I go to an A-level contact of mine, talk about how big this opportunity could be when I look at my own results and, I, and none of that has happened for me yet? See, a lot of you have created this story about because you don't have the results yet, that you can't confidently go and share that story with someone else. And I'm telling you, that's the exact reason why you don't have the results. Because I will tell you what an A-level contact will never do. They will never look at an opportunity. And by the way, A-level contacts are way less skeptical. You'll never hear them say, that looks too good to be true. They don't do things like that. Because they will take the time to educate themselves, especially if they're being introduced by somebody they know, like, and trust. But if an A-level contact looks at this, says, yeah, this makes sense. I can see how this could give me some things I don't have. They'll never let time be a reason why they don't do something. Look, you want to get something done, give it to the busiest person you know. You want to have something just sit there and never get done, give it to the person you know that has all the time in the world. This is why A-level contacts are so great. But what happens is this. We let our story keep us from reaching out. And what I want you to understand is this. An A-level contact will never take a look at something that they think looks good and then look at you and say, oh, well, well Sally hasn't made a lot of money yet, so I'm not going to sign up because I don't think I can do it if Sally hasn't done it yet. They'll never do that. An A-level contact or just a genuinely good prospect of yours will never judge their ability to do something based off of whether you did it or not. Look, I was introduced this last go-around to network marketing when I was successful in medical sales. I was introduced to this by somebody that was way less successful than me, and they hadn't made a dollar in the company that they were with. But I don't even think, like, he didn't do this intentionally. Like, he just had, he literally had no clue, but it worked. It was like genius. He said, hey, man, I just signed up for this thing. And I think you've done something like this in the past. I don't even really know what it is. Could you take a look at it? It's got something to do with energy. Could you take a look at it and let me know what you think? Like, it wasn't a script. Like, the dude literally had no clue. But because he approached me and said, hey, would you take a look at it and just let me know what you think? I was like, yeah. And I looked at it. And I didn't have any intention of joining a network marketing business at that point in my life. But it made sense to me. And it got my wheels spinning. And I remember going back to him and we met up. He's, what'd you think? I'm like, it's good. I got some questions. He's like, oh, um, I guess I have to figure. He didn't even know who to go to to get me the answers to the questions. So I had to help him figure out who his upline was, <laughs> right? And I connected with that guy. We got on a call. We talked and I signed up and the rest was history. And, and my friend who literally didn't even know what he was doing wound up, we, in that company, we built a team of over 100,000 customers that he overrode. Now, is that a rare occurrence? Yeah, but here's the point. Wouldn't you like to have a couple of people on your team like that? I didn't look at my friend Dan and say, well, Dan hasn't made any money, so I'm not going to do No, I was like, look, I'm confident in what I can do. This makes sense to me. If there's a system in place and there's some support, I'm going to go after this thing. And that's what A-level contacts will do. But you've got to learn how to get out of your own story. Realize your results don't matter. And the sooner you can let go of that and actually start sharing what you have with people in a way that will create value, watch how quickly you don't have that problem anymore of not having any more results. Because how exciting would it be to you to have just one of these people on your team, just one A-level contact that just gets in and gets it and runs with it 
and like you can't even keep up with them. People are signing up every day. They're rank advancing. They blow by you. And guess what? That's not a bad problem to have, playing catch up to somebody that's just crushing your team, right? You'll Here's the other great part. You'll learn more from them than they will from you just by being around them, being able to be partnered with them in business. It's a, it is a win-win on all levels. And then the final thing I'll tell you is this. You get an A-level contact to join your team. You think about how many people in their life that are B-level and C-level contacts to them, that they have influence over, that just because they do something, other people will do it. Those are the kinds of people that you want on your team. And I'm telling you right now, given the state of the economy, given everything that's going on, people will be open to what you have. You just have to learn the right way to approach them, and you got to learn the right things to say. Because language is really the key. One of my early mentors taught me, he said, he said, Bob, language is the currency of your business. He said, if you want to do a better job of recruiting people that are better than you recruiting up, you have to elevate your language. You have to change the way you talk to people about what you're offering them. You got to get people to see the big picture and the vision of what you're giving them. And here's the good part. That works with not just A-level, but A, B, and C level, but especially with A-level contacts. So that's my tip for you today. I want you to go through your list, categorize people, A, B, or C. Ask yourself, where have you been spending time prospecting? Because you can learn a lot about somebody, their level of confidence and belief based off of who they prospect. And I want you to identify those A-level contacts. And I want you to join the Legacy Leadership Academy so I can give you the plan word for word, step by step of how you're going to go out there this month, take advantage of this timing, approach them in the right way. And I'm going to get a couple of those in your business. And uh, you'll thank me in advance when you see what that does for your results. So, hey, listen, thanks for being here. Hope you got some value out of the episode today. Hey, look, if you've been enjoying the uh, the show and you're a new listener, do me a favor, leave me a review wherever you're listening to the show. Reviews mean a lot to the show. They give us more visibility, but also I just love hearing from you. I read every single one of them. So leave me a review. Let me know if you've been getting some value and uh, I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care.